he said, uh, as I watched the footage from the Lottery Life Festival in Kentucky, I could see my face, the confusion, the anguish I was feeling while playing painkiller as my aorta ruptured and started to spill blood into my chest cavity. From the mountains to the east, to the caves to the west, you're listening to The Real WTH Show. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. The quality, consistency, and the price. What is up, everybody? Cowbell. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we, we will talk about the cowbell here in a second um, on why that is, uh, why that's important. So episode 90 of The Real WTH Show. I am Tommy, and I am um, joined here with just one of my favorite people in the world, one handsome son of a biscuit, Wilson. How you doing, Mang? Oh, I'm all right. Yeah, you got called up to do some Grim Reaper work today, huh? I did. Got Reaper some the... bad news. But... Yeah. Well, we'll probably talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah. Um. So, how was your week? Oh, it was good. You get those Halloween decorations set up yet? I think that's what she's doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Got a she... little skeleton projector thing. Yeah, she mentioned something that it's not staying up or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not even going to go there. Um, what did she say to me the other day? So I was talking to Morticia and she goes, you better not call me Tina the Turkey. And then I said, um, I, then I think she came up with the, her new name, her next one, which was, uh, what was it? Prudence, the pilgrim. That'll work. Yeah. No, okay. not Tina the Turkey. I guess I got voted off the Island for that one. Kind of sucks. I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. It, it, you know, might be a couple names who knows yeah who knows you you kind of live that um what's that lifestyle um the mormon type thing the uh what you know multiple wives oh <laughs> yeah that's like you like the the token uh polygamist that's you there yeah you have many wives um but they all look the same it's weird did you did you notice what what i'm sitting in Oh, so Wilson went down to the original cave um, a few days ago yeah. and he got, got a lot of stuff out of there and he has his Fortnite chair, the original captain's chair from back. the cave. Yeah. So excited. It's got armrests. You know, it leans back. So you had a good week. Um, I did. Do anything fun? Um, good. I, I went to Buckhorn and ate all their new beer cheese items. Oh. I love buckhorn. They're uh, burnt ends or whatever they're called. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, for October, maybe it said Oktoberfest or something like that on it. Uh, the beer cheese, whatever they call their tri-tip sandwich, the buck, buck something, beer cheese buck. Hmm, I don't know. It's been a while. I don't know. Tri-tip sandwich with beer cheese and then a Bavarian pretzel that came oh, with beer cheese. So good. And then pulled pork fries with beer cheese 
Yeah, that, that's what's up. So have you made any beer cheese yet on your smoker? Yeah. Okay, I haven't made it yet. Um, I know my favorite beer cheese is at Lowbrow in Midtown. It's some good stuff right there. I think mine would have been better. Yeah, I haven't had yours yet. So yeah, so we got a, you know, a little bite-sized show for you, I guess. A little, some, a little bit of salt here, a little bit of pepper here, some SBG on this side as well. Um, oh, SPG is going to be the best part of this. Oh, there's some SPG. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but as far as I know, people want to know. Oh, speaking of hats. Beers and cheers. Oh, I should probably open the beer. Actually, let's talk about it first because it's easier to talk about it when it's closed. Yeah. Uh, so um tommy spoiled this last week on via Um, instagram my bad uh i tried to you know get ahead of the game and send him some pictures for future beers and he uh got them a little mixed up jump the gun but this episode we are going to do the beer from thin line brewing the triple ipa and is called time out and this one what what are you doing dude just talk okay I'm Let's taking go. pictures um, for the gram. So, uh, yes, triple IPA. This one is 10.2% ABV. This one's up there. Um, and two, then 2%? 10.2. Oh, okay. I heard like 0.2. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a lot. Uh, but the IBU is on this one, 95. So that's up there on the old bitterness scale. Um, Going to get freaky. But uh, you know, I wish I wish we had Scott to talk about these things. I, you know what I should do? I should have him record a little like description of the beer. Yeah. Whenever I do one from there, because they they have their um their certain labels for like hoppy beers and sour beers and um like wheat beers and stuff like that. So this is just in the hoppy beer label, which is cool. It's got their logo on there, and then they got the the sticker for the beer um but you don't get the the description it's got a cool um little um what would you call that the the this part on there where it just talks about beer family stuff like that uh just about the whole like a mission statement almost yeah so i like that part of it i just wish we could get some descriptions it smells like your favorite ingredients grass dirt and love Mm-hmm. it's it's smooth in the beginning and then you get a little little bitter bite at the end um if you guys want to enjoy this you're probably gonna have to go pretty soon they're probably gonna if they haven't already they're gonna sell out of this on saturday for sure um because they got the fundraiser going um that's the 16th right yeah yeah on the 16th um so by the time you hear this it'll be over but at least we like put word out beforehand this time we've, we've been plugging we've it been plugging on uh, facebook and instagram and stuff um but usually they sell out of all their beer on those days uh yeah this is wonderful it it's a good like you feel accomplished after you take a drink of this like this is this is what i expect in an ipa that's you know? good and uh it gives you a little nice, a little warm feeling 
when it when it gets to the back of my throat and it slides its <laughs> way slides down its way down we have um, that sound clip somewhere somewhere i actually i think i have it on my i think it's on the ipad or it's on the other computer yeah um but yeah i i enjoy this beer it's just you can only enjoy one unless you feel like not enjoying anything else afterwards because you like remember life. it <laughs> yeah um yeah i i really like this one this is a 4.5 4.5 yeah it's good stuff i like that label though it's kind of like it's green and it kind of reminds me of uh kind of like camo a little bit yeah it's got kind of a camo-esque feel to it and that is currently on our untapped i just updated it boom so did you put the right picture up i did I okay did. Right. i did so this has a little bit of a theme today so i was uh talking to you i think a little earlier about uh like, man, I wish I had something to drink that was spooky because it's, you know, Halloween season. Um, oh, yeah, I got a good one coming up next week, probably. But, but I don't. But I do have this. It is a um, one of the four um, drinks that I bought when my sister-in-law was here. This is by, uh, I think it's Swilled Dog. Um, it's hard cider, and it's called Walk the Dog. It's a dry cider, and it's gluten-free. Huh. That's a uh, very ironic yeah we'll get to that in a little bit it says 6.9 percent alcohol by volume oh wow you're getting up there with that i don't i don't know uh would there be any ibus or anything in this i don't know i mean no i was making sure i'm not saying so it says um live life drink great cider cider notes traditional unfiltered tart taste tropical fruit and melon ginger tannin lively what's tannin um and it says our flavorful our flavorful hard ciders are handcrafted in west virginia to bring together friends and family looking for a good time we believe in making an impact in the communities we serve chasing squirrels and a good game of fetch enjoy responsibly lucy pickles lead apple fetcher there's a little picture of like a little dog right there so so the, the 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 label has a picture of like a dog leaning up against like a tree oh okay apple tree there's the little dog in the back so uh i haven't had this one yet so smell test Ooh, it's like frothy so do you remember crispin yeah smells like a crispin like apple is it flavored at all i didn't hear that part um well it's it's a it says hard cider so i'm assuming it's apple okay so, but not like a, a flavored cider. No, there's no other flavors. I mean, the ingredients are hard cider, carbon dioxide. So, I'm gonna try this bad boy. Yeah, that's um more very, original. Yeah, very similar to a Crispin. Um, yeah, I like it. Um, it's warm. It's because it's six point nine. Yeah, it says right here in the thing, uh, at least one percent of proceeds benefit local communities and charities. So that's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, so as far as ciders go, hmm, you know, I'm gonna give it a four. Okay, I think it's pretty good. Um, I like, I like, I like it when they keep them like true to their roots. You know, not try and do like a dragon fruit, pineapple, like I just just like or other. Hey, what what other fruits do we have here? Let's throw that in there. Yeah, yeah, this one's pretty good. I know, um, Crispin made one. I think it was with uh. They did a couple different apples, yeah, and 
And then one of them, they added, what else? They added something to it. I want to say it was a, like a hint of orange in it too. And that wasn't bad. Um, I could be wrong, but no, I dig it though, man. So I'm not even sure if this counts, but. I remember my first beer. <laughs> yeah, that fits. But it's not a beer though. Yeah. It's a cider. Telling you though, dude, best place to get that cider though, Dickens. <laughs> Dixon? Yeah, Dixon and Dickens. Yeah. Best places to get cider. If you don't know, you don't know. So I have two cheers today. Um, so this one's kind of a, a, a crazy story. Um, so you've heard of the band Judas Priest, right? Sure. Yeah. Breaking the law, breaking the law, you know, all that. So That's not okay. It says right here. So, so they have a guitarist named uh, um, Richie Faulkner and he, he's a younger guy. Um, he, he's, he replaced um, their old guitarist, KK Downing. And I've seen him play before. Oh, he, man, that's a good thing. His last name wasn't starting with a K. Why? Oh, <laughs> KK. I thought you want Richie Potter. Yeah. KK Kareem. Yeah. <laughs> he has some issues. He'd be canceled. Um, with a K. So I seen the video and it is crazy, but I'll just talk about it real quick. It says on September 26th, the Judas Priest guitarist suffered an acute cardiac aortic dissection during a performance at the Louder Than Life Festival, just a short distance from the hospital. Um, and it said um, right here, approximately 10, it took 10 hours to complete the surgery, an aortic valve and ascending aorta replacement with hem, hemiarch replacement. So basically what happened was um, he was playing he had a heart attack. No, it's even so. He's playing. He's playing a solo on the song "Painkiller." Okay, and you it, you see video of it. He's playing the solo, sold out crowd, mass. It's like the aftershock festival. Okay, just going to town, and basically, it's like his aorta like burst, and like so, blood was basically pouring out into his body. So a heart attack is like when it gets clogged, right? Yeah. So this was uh, an aortic uh, dissection. So it, it basically this like the opposite. Yeah, I think originally they called it an aortic uh, aneurysm or whatever or something like that. Oh, and he uh, so he says right here because um, in the video you see his face. He he never looks like he's um, like concerned, but you can see the color in his face go, and you see his eyes kind of get bigger. Like he's like, like, what the heck's going on? Something's going on. Um, and he's still headbanging. I'm like, dude, dude. Maybe dude, he didn't dude. know he was headbanging. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and it says right here, he goes, I became a, a bit lightheaded. It didn't go away. I've never fainted before. I've never yeah, passed see, out. He was just trying to keep his head up. That's he's, all. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew that this felt like I was going to pass out in a minute. Luckily, I was about halfway into the song. So obviously, I had to finish the song, which is a solo. So it's And, and he didn't miss a beat. If I had known how important it was, maybe I would have gotten off there a bit quicker. But I think that's the whole point for me. I had no idea whatsoever what it was. And it says, uh, um, Judas Priest, which was scheduled to play for 50 minutes, was in the middle of performing Painkiller, the final song of its set. So he got the entire set out. Luckily, it was a short set, and we would have come off stage anyway. Otherwise, I don't know what I would come up. I don't know. I don't know. I would have come off stage. 
Um, Faulkner said that he experienced a sharp pain as, as he was stepping off the stage. That's when it exploded. He said, the more I read about it, the more astonishing it is to me to think that I even made it to the hospital. He added the amount of time when I actually go to go, go to the pain. Um, and when I turned up in the hospital, he he's, he's British by the way. So some of the stuff might be read a little weird, um, in the hospital. And when we were actually operating, it was quite a long time. The more I read about it, the more unbelievable the amount of time. I don't know how I'm still around today. Um, and it says Faulkner also once again encouraged fans to learn from an experience and closely monitor their heart health. Listen, I'm 41 with no history. You could be the same. You, you could be the same. Go and get checked. Get in front of it if there's anything like that. If there's not, great. Take it from me. Just go and get yourself checked out. Um, so how old was he? 41? 41. He's only a year older than wow. me. Um, it says that's, AR. That's like my, my cousin too. Yeah, right. It says right here, aortic aneurysms are balloon-like bulges in the aorta, the large artery that carries blood from the heart through the chest and torso. Um, for, and then it says um, dissections happen when the force of blood pumping can split the layers of the artery wall, allowing blood to leak in between them. Um so is that something that could happen from people who like have constant high blood pressure? Possibly. Um, from what I've been uh, told by my surgeon people, oh, right here. Uh, he said, uh, as I watched the footage from the Lot of Life Festival in Kentucky, I could see my face, the confusion, the anguish I was feeling while playing painkiller as my aorta ruptured and started to spill blood into my chest cavity. From what I've been told my, by my surgeon, people with this don't usually make it to the hospital alive. Five parts of my chest were replaced with mechanical components. I'm literally made of metal now. Um, the amazing heart and lung center was four miles away from the gig site. If I if it had been further away, we can always drive ourselves crazy with these things, but I'm still alive, thankfully. Whatever the circumstances, when watching the footage, the truth is, knowing what I know now, I see a dying man. Yeah, he, uh, dude, he's really, really lucky to be alive. Um and he, I think he's officially like a metal God now. Yeah. <laughs> because he's has metal in him. Um, me and Brandon went and saw Judas priest a few years back and he did this solo. Hey, Brandon's not that mean. Huh? Huh? What? You'll realize it when you edit. And okay. To it. Um, he, he was basically, uh, uh, he did this solo and my jaws, my jaw does not drop very much during solos. <clears throat> And he did a solo and me and Brandon looked at each other. We're like, what was that? Like, we were amazed by this solo. Um, it's so good. And he's such a good guitarist. Um, wish uh, he gets the, you know, gets back on the stage again and uh, gets better. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he's a stud, man. He, he kept it going the whole way through, dude. I'm like, I don't know how he did it, but you could look that video up. Just look at, um, Judas Priest, louder than life, painkiller, and um, just watch the solo, watch him play, and you'll see in his face, he looks like kind of concerned, but not as concerned as you think you would be if you realize that your aorta burst and it was spilling blood into your body. So, speaking of musicians, did you happen to catch uh, Machine Gun Kelly at Aftershock? I <laughs> I saw a video of people were throwing stuff at him. Did you see him get hit in the face with a water bottle? Yeah, I don't condone then, that type of and stuff. Then he, but he comes out and says, "Sacramento, you have really bad aim. Um, you just got hit in the face with a water bottle." Well, that uh, all stemmed. He was at, I think, the Louder Than Life Festival, 
actually, because all the festivals are happening right now. And he was making fun of Slipknot. He was on one stage and Slipknot was on the other. And he's like, what kind of old men wear masks? I'm like, I don't know, maybe one of the best selling metal bands in history. I'm like, and you're at a metal festival and you're not metal criticizing the biggest metal band there. Yeah. I'm like, read the room, dude. Read the room. Um, I heard Skillet did really good at Aftershock. Oh, they played? Yeah. Dang it. People were like, uh, they're like, man, I was really surprised first time I saw Skillet. I didn't realize how much they they're they're good live all. They're excellent live. They and, they and, are probably I'd say the best band. Well, I mean, I haven't been to too many concerts, but that's for sure the best concert I've ever been to. And we went where it was outdoors and the acoustics weren't they had weren't fire ideal. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like it and they still sounded great. Yeah, they they have a uh the, their their live show is is really uh energetic. Um and um they uh when we saw them, they were like the heaviest band that was on the bill. Um, but we've also seen some, we've seen some good bands live before though. Newsboys that, was good. Uh, was, Disciple. That was your last, that was your last day as a uh, fair struggle member. It was dude. Actually it was the day before that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I remember we were at that, that, that concert and um, I remember looking at you all. I'd so rather be here right now than be down at Ace of Spades playing with uh what was that yeah, band? Because they they were playing uh that night too, right? Yeah, yeah. What was the name of that band that had that song called Porn Star Dancing? That's the band they're all dude. Oh yeah. That's the band. Oh, what was the name of that band? Uh and, and they're like that would have been my my last show with them, but I'm like, nah, dude, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm good. <laughs> um I can't remember that band name. Dang it. I'm looking it up. Um, my darkest days, my darkest days. Yeah. They, they had like a, they were like signed by like Chad Kroger from Nickelback's uh, label or something like that. But yeah, I looked at you. I'm like, dude, I'm so not stressed out right now. Cause I would have just <laughs> been so stressed out there. My second cheers is for, uh, you know, love or hate him. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, William Shatner, dude got shot in space yeah that was pretty cool. i mean not he didn't get shot in space yeah and nobody he, brought a gun with him yeah yeah it's yeah it wasn't like that he he, he was he was on a flying penis <laughs> into the uh into the uh the johnson. outer world you know johnson um no what, what was weird is um it's funny because uh your dad texted me he goes, they're about ready to launch Shatner in a space. Well, I'm actually watching it right now. I took a break from work. And you're like, oh, is Ashes? Oh, wait, he hasn't died yet. Yeah, no, that's Gene Roddenberry that did that. <laughs> but I'm but I'm sitting there and I've ne- I haven't watched any of these videos of these new um space agencies, Tesla, Virgin, and all them. I haven't watched the, any of the takeoffs on them. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, that looks like a giant wiener. <laughs> like am i that thing as and then i'm reading the comments and someone goes either someone has watched too much austin powers or not enough <laughs> so like, and what's funny is jeff bezos actually looks like dr evil which is funny yeah, yeah. um but so when they're doing the countdown then the ground starts to vibrate and you're like what's going on here yeah then it just shoots <laughs> off the top <laughs> crazy <laughs> um but i'm sitting there and i'm watching the countdown i'm like Normally, like it goes like 
main ignition start and then you see like some things shoot out and then it takes off i'm like did they hit the did they not hit the right button also this thing just went i'm like launch like a kid like a like a toy rocket i'm like dude what the heck like a red rocket <laughs> yeah and then then i saw the the actual rocket itself come back and land on the ground i'm like okay this is like sorcery right now that should not yeah. happen yeah that well, that's it, still it's even more amazing when they land it on the barge in the middle of the ocean yeah there's that then they let it right on the target i'm like dude what the heck but yeah. what's funny is is did you see the video of when that little space capsule landed with uh shatner yeah the cheerleader well, no, I'm talking about like like when it actually landed and hit the ground. Oh no, dude! Like for reals, that thing hit the ground hard, dude. <laughs> like right when it hit, maybe like, so maybe much- that's why they had the like cheerleader lady in the SpaceX suit or whatever it was run up and go up to each of the windows and be like, yeah, make sure no one exploded on the way down, <laughs> um, blew out their spine. Apparently, there's like a video of like I I, I heard the audio of it of people interviewing Shatner and, and he was actually had some really profound things to say. He was kind of emotional. He's just like, that was amazing. And he was talking about how, you know, typical, like how little we are, you know, on this little blue marble and everything. And just how, just how, how crazy it is. And in the background, you hear like Jeff Bezos, girlfriend, just like constantly like, yeah, I'm like, dude, shut up. This guy's having like a heartfelt moment. Like, but Dude, I don't know, but I thought it was kind of cool that Shatner went up. Um, I know the radio show I was listening to were like, they're they're killing me. They're all he's going to Shatner his pants. Yeah, I was just going to say, do you think at first it scared the Shat out of him? Yeah, scared the Shatner out of him. Um, Someone was saying that when he gets up there, um, he should start like calling out the orders. Like, like, (laughs) like, and then and then uh, one of the other one of the other hosts goes, do you think he's like when as he's like shoot because because they played it live on the radio show i listened to they're all do you think he's in that chair right now doing that little movement thing that he does like when he's in (laughs) on the starship enterprise he's like come on captain you know or he is the captain like scotty we gotta go now (laughs) (laughs) um i mean i think it's cool you know that that they do that but i mean dude it was like an 11 minute trip i'm like i don't know man i thought i thought they went up for like a couple days oh no that was tesla's that did that oh yeah um, the thing is though, is like, I'm sitting there watching dude, Shatner's 94, dude. Yeah. He's old. Sorry, sorry. 90. He's 90. Yeah. Um, so he, um, there was like eight stories of stairs. They had to climb to get to the top of the rocket and dude, he's climbing. I'm like, dude, I'm already winded watching him. But like, you ever like when you get on a roller coaster, you kind of get that, like, oh man, here we go. You know, you're like, this is it. No. That little, the, the butterflies a little bit. No. I'm sitting there watching like, dude, like for real like this guy's like this thing could blow up <laughs> like there's a big there's a huge risk he's, here he's 90 he doesn't care right but there's other people on there with him but like i don't know i just i thought it was he probably cool. doesn't care about them either probably not um but no i thought it was pretty cool man um i have no i have no 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 beef with bill shatner um <laughs> dude just the comments are hilarious someone's all do you think he's like there's something in the wing something. <laughs> i'm like people were pulling out like just made like some people were pulling out, like random like things from like not star trek like uh they're like dude they're, they're, they're shooting tj hooker up in the space i'm like oh man that that that's a um that's an old show right there you probably don't even know about that show wilson because you're a youngin uh you're only like 
Yeah, you're way older than me. Wow. <laughs> so, but yeah, those are the what those are th- those are that's what I'm contributing to the show today. Okay. So I I have some things that are not I, I it it's hard. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to cheers these people because of what they did. Um but by the time this comes out, the uh, well, before our next show, the anniversary of uh, Brian Ishmael's death back in 2019 on October 23rd. Uh, he was shot and killed in the line of duty. That was local to us uh, here. Used to be you, not anymore. You you left the um, Satan state. Defective. So, yeah. Um, but uh, El Dorado County. Um, so that's coming up. So we're always going to cheers that. Um, anybody who gives their life um oh yeah i got that i got that on right now i have a little bracelet that yeah. uh that we got for i think you got this for me for yeah Ishmael. probably um and then i was looking it up because um I, I, did we mention that book or no the one you just got yeah uh we have we 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 haven't mentioned it but we said we we, we had okay. two books we were deciding on but we didn't say we yeah. got it so one one of the books that we're we're deciding on, Tommy and I just got on on Tuesday, and it's called Facing Evil, and it is written by Scott Brown, which he was the partner of Danny Oliver um, back in 2014, when um, a guy who had been deported I think six times prior back to Mexico went on a spree with his girlfriend or wife or something like that. And shot and killed Sac County Deputy Danny Oliver and um, Placer County Deputy Michael Davis. Did I get that right? right? Okay. That sounds right, Um, yeah. I haven't read anything on it yet. So October 23rd is the anniversary of um, Ishmael. And then the 24th is the anniversary of Danny Oliver and Michael Davis. Yeah. And uh, they were Sac County deputies? Uh, Danny Oliver was sack and then Michael Davis was Placer. Placer. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, that, that book is, is one of the possibilities of, of the next real WTH library show. (laughs) Whose family do we meet? We meet, we met Danny Oliver's family, huh? When we were at Ishmael's thing. Were they there? Yeah. Are you sure it was them and not Bob French? Might've been Bob French. Probably Bob. French. Now, now rem- remind me, was Bob French in that same? That same? No, uh, he 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 was shot and killed in twenty. It was either twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. I think it was twenty seventeen. Where dead. was his thing at? Sac County. Right, but where at in Sac County? What do you mean? Where did it happen? For some reason, I thought because this book is the Motel Six, right, or the Motel. On uh, Fulton, I know Fulton for sure Bob French was at a motel. I might be getting I'm, some I'm, things mixed up. Yeah, you might be. I'm not, I can't remember where uh, Danny Oliver was. I think their thing happened more in Roseville, if I'm correct. I can't remember. I can't remember either. I, well, That's either we, way, we got to start reading the book. And yeah, either way, we, we'll we out. this book's going to be, dude, it's going to be intense. Yeah, it's, Um, I just like, and I, I think that might be what we're going towards. 
It do, what, what? Oh, um, so I think we should give out the two names of the books. Both authors Once. named Scott, ironically. Yeah, ironically. <laughs> we'll, so, we'll read Scott's book. Yeah. <laughs> so they, we're either going to do this book, Facing Evil by Scott Brown, and then it's also co-authored with Victoria Newman. Is that her yes. name? Yes. And she's she's written multiple books, um, like uh, How to Love a Cop and stuff like that. And she's, she's like the president of the How to Love Your Cop or something like that, .com or .org. Um, and then we're also looking at another fictional book um, by one of our friends, Scott Davis. Yeah. And that is called my kingdom, your heaven, my kingdom, your heaven. Yeah. I always get it mixed up. I sometimes put my, sometimes my heaven, your, your kingdom. Yeah. 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 So, um, it, so I, I get both those books. If you guys are wanting to follow along with us, cause we're eventually going to do both of them. We just don't know which order. Yeah. And so. I, actually we got to see if we can find copies of, uh, my kingdom, your heaven somewhere. Yeah, I actually have one on my Kindle. Um, I have I have the actual copy. Maybe we, somewhere. you know, what would be cool. Maybe we could get a hold of him and see if he has any like lying around, and we can yeah. do a giveaway. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. But I, I think we're leaning more towards because we just did the um the fictional book with Ted Ted Decker. I th- I think we kind of want to mix it up, so we're probably going to end up going with the nonfiction book facing evil first just reading right here one of the buses carrying jason aldean's touring equipment crashed on thursday in west virginia i think i might have just got that update too (laughs) i just came across the thing you heard it here first folks a week later breaking news um crazy sorry i didn't mean to sidetrack you i just saw jason aldean in west virginia i remember he's a friend of the show i'm gonna see if he needs a place to stay um and then uh, this is not so much of a cheers it's just a PSA because we have had um, like Ferox Outdoors on and then Ryan from River Ops. Uh, some bad news. Um, El Dorado County had a deputy commit suicide earlier today. Um, I mean, it, it always sucks and it, it, people always second guess themselves if they knew the person like, oh, why could I have done something, you know, stuff like that. But um, we, we've had these last two guests have been kind of a turn your life around type type of person. And then our last guest, like he came close twice to committing suicide and he turns his life around. So um, if you guys need help, there's resources out there, Google it. Um, We'll try and put some in, in the, uh, the description um, that we can find. And I believe this is a a helpline just in in this book that we're going to be reading. Uh, it's 1-800-COP-LINE or 800-267-5463. It's just uh, uh, for members of law enforcement, there are several resources available. You should find yourself adversely affected. So it's basically uh, kind of like a self-help for cops and um, you know, basically anybody in law enforcement. It's at the very beginning of this book, um, Facing Evil by Scott Brown. So um, it kind of coincides with what happened today at El Dorado. I know we don't have a whole lot of information about that right no, now. So we'll probably we'll probably talk more about it next week because there'll there'll be more out. But this it literally just happened maybe uh, five hours ago. Yeah. So I know they just they just posted it on their Facebook maybe right before you came on the show. Actually, they talked yeah. about it. So 
um, we'll, we'll do the really important ones first. So, um, the deputy who took his life, um, and then the anniversary of Brian Ishmael, and Michael Davis, uh, Richie Faulkner and William Shatner. We're going to give you guys all the, and, uh, and Danny Oliver. Oh, and Danny Oliver. Yeah. You know, let's throw Bob French in there too, just cause we talked about him. Um, yeah. we're gonna give you guys all the real WTH cheers. 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 All right. So before we get into your story, I got to preface this. I might sound a little off tonight. Um, my work. That's because well, you're drinking a 6.9%. Yeah. I'm going to blame it on something else. <laughs> um, yeah. John. Um, <laughs> no, um, I don't want to say my work mandated it because they didn't because Biden did um, vaccines for us. Um, and I don't ha- I'm in no position right now to ha- like argue it or get tested every week. It's just a hassle. So I got my first one a month ago and that was fine. So R was sore. My arm was sore a little bit. No, no adverse effects. Um, and then, um, we had, I think tomorrow is the deadline to get, um, the second one in or else we got to get tested every week and everything, which is dumb in itself because if I get tested on Monday and my results don't come back till Thursday. So technically I work from Monday to Thursday. Oh, we, we get rapid tested. Yeah, we don't. So I'm like, so it's pointless. I'm basically getting tested for the week out and anything can happen in between there. It's yeah. just basically rolling with the punches is what it is. You're playing the game. So, um, yesterday was actually my one month where I could get my second one and I went and got it, uh, my second one. And this is the one that they said, if you didn't get sick in the first one, you're going to get sick in the second one. So I'm like, man, this, I, I really don't want to get sick. It's why I hate getting flu shots. Cause every time I got one, I gotten sick. So I got it yesterday. I'm like, all right, I feel good right now. Then I uh, went, was going to bed. I'm like, man, my, my arm is like sore tonight. Normally it's sore, sore the next day. And I'm like, well, this is going to suck. I'm going to have a sore arm today or tomorrow. Wake up this morning. Everything was fine. Sore arm, whatever. Dude, then I get to my first store at about like five in the morning. I am super tired, like lethargic, just barely walking. Uh. I feel like the room was spinning or the whole, my head was just like going all over the place. I was like, dude, like what, like, it's like, I, you ever like stand up really quick like that, but it was like constant. I'm like, this is horrible. I hate this sweating and cold at the same time. And then I'm not sick. It's just the effects of, of my body working its way, building up this autoimmune thing. And then, um, I feel like this headache coming on, like in the back of my head. So it, 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 the headache's actually gone away. I actually feel pretty good right now. I'm still a little hot. Um, so I think I'm breaking that fever is what my wife calls it. Um, but uh, again, I'm not against the vaccine. I'm against the mandate on it. Um, I personally think that I had COVID a long time ago before, like, like at the early stages. Um, because I mean, there's really no way that I, in the line of work that I do, there's no real way that I could have, escaped it for so long without getting because i work in the food industry like grocery stores i'm touching things um but uh yeah i'm not gonna lie the second uh shot sucks um i feel like garbage but at the same time i keep thinking like dude like this still feels a million times better than it would be if you actually had covid um but we did have a friend who passed away from covid in uh, roseville few weeks back it was pretty sad um young guy uh 
I mean, he just got it and, you know, they put him on a ventilator and everything and then he just slipped away. So it's kind of scary stuff. You know, I'm not a COVID denier or anything like that, but you know, if you're um, like on the fence about getting it or whatever, I could, I could tell you, honestly, you know, yeah. Um, some people get sick with the first or second shot. Um, it, it does suck. You just feel like you have like the flu. Um, so far, I feel like I've had it for about 12 hours and then I'm, I feel like I'm getting better now. So if you could like tough it out to 12 hours or plan it on a Friday and deal with it on a Saturday, just do it. You know, if, if your work's doing like mandating it, you know, and you have to, it's nothing to really be afraid of, but, uh, at the same time, um, you still need to know your, um, your freedoms when they're, when they're mandating things, that's where it's bad. That's where you need to draw the line, especially for the kids. Um, yeah. cause, cause I know a lot of people right now that are like, you know, my kids aren't getting it. Um, and you know, that's why a lot of kids are going to public or private school now uh, or homeschooled or homeschool or getting moved out. Now, is your kid's school considered a private school or is that just a charter charter? Okay. So it still falls under the public school guidelines. Technically. Yeah. So I'm hoping that when, cause Newsom has decreed in fall of next year, kids five through 12 have to have, well, all kids five and up yeah. have to have the vaccine to be able to go to school, which is ridiculous. Do we make kids get a flu shot? No, no. which this is the same exact thing. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not something like, like the smallpox thing that prevents it. You know, this is something that could help you during the flu season, basically. And right. It makes no sense to mandate people to get one, but yeah. Well, yeah. I'm hoping they, they allow like distance learning for the people who do not want to do that. Yeah, he's he's a tyrant though because he. Um, oh, you know, did you see the thing about the small engines? That's about what I was about ready to say. Yeah. Goodbye, taco trucks. <laughs> um, anything like a lawnmower, generator, generator. Yeah, I'm like but what? So I I was listening to another podcast uh, today. I think it was his his podcast on Monday though. Um, but he's talking about this. He goes, what about boat motors? Cause there's a lot of like two stroke boat motors. And I'm wondering, cause most of these engines that he's talking about, I mean, some of them are four stroke, but most, most of these are all two stroke engines. He's like, what about those or any, any boat motor? Really? He's like, shouldn't you not have that much electricity when you're on the water? <laughs> right. And I was like, you know, he's got a point. <laughs> I mean, dude, like for real, I mean, like we're supposed to do electric. Okay. That's fine. Fair. We'll do electric. But when the power is constantly going off and they're because of wildfires and you, you shut yeah. down the wind turbines because it's windy because of the and fires. Now you can't get a generator because they're illegal. Yeah. And you can't, you know, power your house, you know, through a generator if the power goes out. So you got to use the natural gas. Oh, but you can't cause you guys don't like the natural gas lines. Yeah. So, dude, he is just a he, he piece just of work. He thinks that somehow, like California has one of the highest populations in the United States. Somehow we're going to get by on wind and solar, which is never going to happen. And unicorn dust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's... Um, Hopefully we can 
At least eat the Skittles from that rainbow or something. I don't know. Taste the rainbow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. Um, you know, man, I wish my chair wouldn't make this noises. Um, mine doesn't. Yeah, I need to get a good chair. Um, you need a Fortnite chair. Yeah, I need something with a back to it. This thing has a you know my drum chair has that little little back to it. Speaking um, of drums. Oh yeah, speaking of drums. I've, you got I've those got, bad boys. I did. I've got like all six sets now. You, however many we got. Dude, you're gonna have <laughs> dude, you gotta you, you gotta set them up like Neil Peart. I want to set up all of or them. Peart. Yeah. Um see see what happens. Yeah, you just have them like just go around you. And then and then you're just doing like the simplest beat on them. You're like Ding, ding. Or it's like the world's longest, like in the air tonight. Yeah, you just keep going and going, and and even add in the the two electric kits that yeah, <laughs> just, just like doom, 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 doom. like sounds like Def Leppard. <laughs> Put the 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 space. What's it called? There's like a, a space drum or something like that. There was sitting on the electric kit. On my kit that I have here, there's it sounds like lasers. Yeah, there's one. It's like, and then there's one where yeah. you hit it, and it goes. Uh, it, it makes like a oh, scream. Yeah, the screaming. Yeah, one. the scream. Yeah. yeah. The, like, or there's one that's all voices where it's like, boop, boop, ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love those. Um, no, nah, that's cool, man. That like, you got those up there. Um, that's a lot of drums, dude. There's um, so many. I I don't, and I just got a call the other day maybe not yesterday but the day before and i was told that he actually did not give me everything so i have to go back there's more and i was like oh my gosh i did not realize how how much stuff i let my my grandpa use yeah for his his stuff and yeah yeah i mean there's a ton of symbols too i remember that they're good symbols too i think there's some zildjans in there Oh yeah, and I I I have a, an entire symbol bag. There was probably there was at least nine symbols I think, in that I think, bag. I think I had the bag. Yeah, and then yours was the hard case. Yeah, and, and in that case, there was like ten in there, and in mine there was like five. Yeah, I think I think there might have been. I mean, we had the ride, the crash, and the china, and then the hi hat. That was basically it. Um, we might have had something else. I can't remember. I don't know. But yeah, everything else was over there. I was like, oh my gosh. I still want the license plate frame. My other ride is a symbol. <laughs> but um, so um, speaking of rides, I don't know if I could segue that in, in this. Yeah, you can. How? Oh, you don't know the story, so you can't. No, I was just going to just say one thing. Uh, we alluded to it with the beer. Um, we got a dog. Oh yeah, that's true. Forgot yeah, about that. We got a, a husky. You got a dog you named after my cat. I know. You you told me that. Well, at first I I um Morticia said, What's the dog's name? I said Luna. And she's like, Oh my, I'm like, is that bad? Or whatever. <laughs> and she goes, That's the name of our cat. I'm like, Oh, I, I totally forgot about that. Um, but dude, she uh apparently like she wasn't at like a uh shelter or anything she was like given up um because the people who were moving couldn't take her with her with them um so they gave her to like a, a boarding school type thing 
and she basically so she's a problem child. No, no, no. She, she couldn't take him because she sent him to boarding school. Well, no, that, that's just where they have it in this part of West Virginia. And so uh, then she got, well, first the Seth and I went to a, um, a shelter here in Beckley and dude, that place breaks my heart. Like it really does. Like I went in there. It's literally like you're in jail. Um, you see all these dogs barking. All chihuahuas and pit bulls. Uh, there was no chihuahuas. There were all like pit bulls. They're all mean. And so there's a couple dogs in there. I'm like, oh, right, let's take, and you can take them for a walk or thing. And literally, and there's like these cool little kennels that you could, you bring them in. It has like a little Sally port. So you walk in, shut the door, walk in, shut the door. Um, and then like, you could let them off the leash and run around in there. Dude, right when we let them off the leash, these dogs wanted nothing to do with us. Just walked away. I'm like, yeah. okay, this dog is, wasn't, I don't think this dog was anybody's pet. And so we were a little discouraged on that. And then my wife, she goes, Hey, uh, what do you think of this dog? And so she sent me a picture of the dog we have now. And she's a Husky, just gorgeous dog. And I'm like, Oh, she's beautiful. And, um, and I'm like, you know, like what's wrong with her? You know, she goes nothing. And, and so she goes, well, I, I've been emailing the person and then she got adopted and right. Like, Dang it. And then you have like a one week, like trial period. And so, uh, right. Oh, well, shoot, that sucks. And so I, my wife like emailed and said, well, for some reason, the dog comes back, let us know. Um, you know, we, we might be interested. Ironically, the dog came back. Um, and I'm like, okay, what's Problem wrong with it? Child. <laughs> like, what's wrong with it? Um, so thing is, is there's nothing wrong with her. Um, it was when they brought her home that that um, house had like, I guess, a bunch of guinea pigs and like multiple cats and everything. And the cats would not leave the dog alone. And so um, I guess she came from a house that had cats and they got along great, but like she'll, she'll be, she's fine with the cats when they're walking by and stuff. But like when she's like eating and the other cats like hanging on her, she like kind of like, like hit it with her paw. And the people were like, Oh, we get, we're getting none of that. We're not gonna have any of that. So they took her back. I'm like, well, yeah, dude, you can't have your cat up in its business. They're going to learn, you know? Yeah. And so you should smack the cat around. I think so too. I mean, if my cat did it, I you love think her. Your cat. How do you think your cat got its face? <laughs> she ran into a wall. <laughs> trying to find her right now. She she's my little buddy. She's in here in the in the room with me because she hasn't she hasn't met her her new sister yet because uh, we're doing it slowly. Um, but uh, you know we uh, we're gonna slowly introduce them and it, it's gonna work out. But uh, yeah, dude. Uh, so we're like. Like, how much is this dog going to cost us? Cause she's like a purebred Husky. I'm like, that could be a lot of money. And the, the people are like, um, it's really donation. Um, so we ask for a hundred, but it's whatever you could afford. I'm like, so we could pay 20 bucks and walk away with this dog. She goes, yeah. I'm like, we're going to give him a hundred, like at least. Cause that's, you know, cause we got like a ton of stuff that came with her. Um, cause the people that get returned her, like they bought a bunch of things, like a really nice harness and stuff. And they just, gave it all back it gave it and so we got all that so so far she's been good now the thing is as huskies they uh they shed a lot um which is nothing new to us because we have a, a person yeah I, you know i thought about it i just you know whatever it's kind of a lot of money um but uh it's funny because she Deep she up. has a, she has a little bit of like anxiety right now because she's in a new place so she doesn't know but she's she's warming up so last night, my wife and I, like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. And so I go to lay in bed and Luna, she hops up in bed in my spot. I'm like, oh, heck no. What do you think you're doing? You get out of my bed right now. And then she looks so cute. She just kind of like, this little thing. And she like kind of laid in bed. I'm like, looked at my wife. I go, 
maybe the first couple nights she could sleep with us and she's scared she was okay yeah, that's how it starts dude the whole night she was there dude and i woke up and she's on her back just totally out <laughs> and then when i got home from work today i wasn't feeling well so i took a nap dude and she just laid in there with me the whole time i was like i'm a sucker dude I'm, I'm i'm a sucker i'm like she gives me the little eyes one eye looks like max scherzer and i'm like just the other looks like dave david bowie yeah see okay morticia told me that and i i, I didn't know that david bowie had multicolored eyes duh i didn't know that i don't pay attention to him like apparently Gosh. um but no she she's really cool um she's a strong dog because we took her for some walks and she she pulls but and we haven't heard her of that harness. You need you need to get rid of the harness. Put her on a pinch collar. She won't do that anymore. Is it what you dogs have the little thing that kind of digs in them a little bit? It doesn't. It doesn't dig into them. It just tells them, "Hey, don't do that, or you you're gonna get you know." Well, little... her her harness has a thing in the front too. Um, it's a no pull harness. So what happens is if she pulls, it kind of pulls her chest down to the side, so it's really like awkward for her. So uh, that might be working. Um, I don't know. Harnesses are, are normally ones that encourage them to pull because that's yeah. what it's for. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we are dog owners again. So it's pretty interesting. I've, you know, I didn't realize how much I needed that. So I, she, I told you it's a, it's a bigger version of Toby. She really is, dude. Like she's, yeah. she's a fluff ball. You like you pet her. I'm like, where's the body <laughs> like where's so i dig my fingers and i'm like dude it's way down in there man um but i guess like during the spring when they lose their winter coat i guess it, it's like brutal so there's this guy named the, the crazy russian hacker i mentioned him a couple times online or on, on the show uh what he does he takes his air compressor and he takes his little air hose and he takes his dogs outside and he blows them like with with the little air hose whoa whoa yeah, yeah family yeah, show yeah yeah sorry my bad my bad <laughs> take two and you're sweet and you see the everything um and so she takes the air hose and he like blows off all the hair and you just see like little clumps flying everywhere so it's cool though um but we gotta take her to get uh microchipped um everything else is done which is cool so but we like drove like two hours away to get her Oof. so it, we, we we drove almost back up there to point pleasant where the moth mang is speaking of driving speaking of driving oh there yeah you know i got a, i got a story about driving you tell me about that story about driving good sir so we we recorded on an off day last week because i had some uh soul reaping training um last tough, thursday because normally training. we we record on thursday so we did it on wednesday right wednesday night comes and, um, you know, during the show, I, I drink some beers, right? Do you? Yes, I do. So I'll, I'll, I'll usually drink two, you know, sometimes one depends, but this particular day I, I drank the, uh, the clown space cake space from cake. clown. Yeah. From clown shoes. And then I also drank timeout, which is why it confused me when Tommy posted that on Instagram. I was like, did I... you send me the picture as well? Yeah. So I, I had drank a, a little bit, um, but um, towards about right around midnight, maybe, maybe 12, 15 in the morning, um, I hear my dogs barking and we know what happened last time. 
My dogs were barking and freaked out in the middle of the night. Somebody opened my front door. Oh, okay. I remember yeah. that story. So I, I was like, what, what's happening? And then I kind of, I kind of wake up and Morticia wakes up too. And she's like, what's going on out there? And I was like, out where? So I'm, I'm like ready to go. But then I think about it. I'm Are like, your dogs inside right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, wait, I was drinking tonight. And uh, I mean, it, it, I'd stopped drinking at what was that? Like six o'clock my time, I think somewhere around there, five 30 ish, almost maybe like yeah. 15, 20 minutes after we're done recording, maybe. And I'm, I'm trying to do the math here. And I'm like, what if I grab my gun right now? You know, I, I, I don't want to grab my gun if I've still have the effects of alcohol. And I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking pretty clearly I'm all right. And then all of a sudden I hear what's going on outside and all I hear is screaming what it's it's a lady saying i need help i need help help me and i'm like what What? is going on so i'm like okay so i start to get dressed right um get dressed i grab my phone and i i start walking through the house and at this point morticia has already gone outside and she's standing on the porch and i open the door and i start to walk out and then I hear, I'm going to write your address down and I'm going to come back here and I'm going to F up your life because you didn't come out to help me. And I look and I see this lady is at the end of my driveway, which I realized later on in this story, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second, but she's at the end of, end of my driveway. So I'm like, Why are you oh, yelling at me? yeah, exactly. I'm like, I, I'm <laughs> on my way out there. And you're screaming at me for not helping you. It's been like three minutes. So I was like, all right, at this point, I'm like, I'm just going to call the cops. So I call 911. And I was like, hey, there's a lady down at the end of my driveway. And she's screaming that she needs help. And at that point, so so there there's a, a shortage of dispatchers. It's a hard job, right? Very hard job. So... There's a, a shortage of dispatchers in the area. So you have people who don't normally do dispatch, dispatch, dispatch doing it right now. So, and I think I got one of those people because right after I said that, she starts going, oh, blah, 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 and, and it is going off. And she's like, what's your address? Tell her my address. Okay. And what does she look like? I don't know. I can't really see her. And she keeps asking me like, what kind of car is it? I don't know. It looks like a sedan. Well, what kind of cars? I don't know. And then I'm, I'm thinking through this. I'm like, why does she keep asking? And then I realize I'm telling her it's at the end of my driveway. Most people's driveways are about 30 feet long. Right. My Yours driveway is, <laughs> is about 70 yards long, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's long. Driveway. I'm looking over a fence and then I realize, oh, you know what? I'm at my house. I have property. I can't see that far. And she goes, okay. And at, at that point she had asked me my address probably six times. And then finally on the last time she goes, what's your address? And I was like, uh, and she goes, Oh wait, I already asked you that. What's your name? And I'm like going through all the motions. Morticia and like, Wilson. And I'm like, I would, go, <laughs> I told her, I was like, I would go out there and help her or see what's going on. But the last thing I heard was, she's going to write my address down and come back and F up my life because I did not help her. 
It's a in threat. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So I, I told her, I was like, can you just send somebody out? She goes, yes, we'll have deputies come out. So at this point, we're just sitting there waiting. And while we're waiting, my neighbor across the street heard the commotion, right? And he comes over, drives his car down. I found out later that my neighbor is a uh, police department lieutenant. Really? And yes. So he's down there talking to her and he realized something by talking to her. So he calls dispatch and he says, Hey, this person's here, blah, blah, blah. And then I start hearing noises like, like smacking. And I'm like, what is, is there? I thought there was two people in the car at this point. And I was, and I heard, I heard him say, if you hit me again, I'm going to take you down to the ground or something along what? those lines. And I'm like, what is going on? I almost went down there because I thought there, it might've been two on one oh, to my yeah. neighbor. Right. So I'm, I'm waiting. And then all of a sudden I hear tires screeching just around the corner down, down the road. And I was like, Oh, here they come. And then I see the lights and CHP sh shows up. And they jump out of the car and they said something right, right away. He's like, put your hands on the, on the trunk of the car. And I was like, oh, good. So he cuffs her up and then he starts talking to her. So I start to walk down there and I'm like, all right, I walk down and I meet my neighbor for the first time, which is odd because it's like one in the morning at this point almost. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, I've been meaning to come over and introduce myself, but I'm so-and-so. And I was like, oh, Hey, and we got to talking and stuff like that. But yes. This lady, so at the end of our driveway, we have those stumps, you know, little like pieces of wood that are set up, right? Mm -hmm. This lady had either gone off the road or pulled into our driveway and then tried to pull out and ran over one of those stumps. And her car is front wheel drive. So when she ran over that stump, she uh, lifted her front tires off the ground. So, so high centered during, yeah, during this whole thing, when he's calling the cops and everything. So uh, let me ask you, what would, what would you have done if you were me? Man, uh, if everything was the same, like your house and everything, I, I would, I mean, one gun would have been in my hand. Um, see, I, I just didn't want to go there because no. of. You know, I, 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 I was it. fine, but I, I didn't want it. If something did happen, I didn't want it to come down to. Right. Um, if, 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 if the, since there was a threat though, yeah. Um, I wouldn't go out. I'd be in my house. And then that way I would just be like, Hey dude. Okay. What do you expect me to do? If the person comes into my house, I've had this happen in the past where my door was open. I'm just protecting my, my, my family here. Or I would have, yeah. you know, you know, fast tracked Morticia and uh, here's how you use a gun. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I probably would have done the same thing you did um, at that point. Like just observe and report it really. Cause that's a long ways away, dude. Like people don't understand like your driveway. Um, and it, it's not like a straight shot either. No, it, it's, it's kind of it, like it, it, uh, code three. You could maybe get there in about 12 minutes from like the town proper. I would say. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's some windy roads and not to mention the fact that it's like, you know, if, if, if they don't know every address, 
you know, they're having to slow down at every single one yeah. to see, is this the right one? Um, I don't know. I think I probably would have done what you did, honestly. Okay. So what if, so what if you went out there, like you were my neighbor, what if you go out there and once you get there and start talking to the person, they say you can tell that there's an odor that you can smell when they're talking like alcohol. Yeah. And your neighbor's a cop. Yes. Well, I mean, he could arrest her at that point. He could. Cause her car was high centered. So she was obviously in her car. So what would you do if, when you start to call the person, start to call dispatch, that person starts hitting you? What would you do at that point? I'd take him out. If anybody, okay. if anybody hits me, I'd take him out. I mean, it, it it sounded like intermittent slapping. So, um, but then, <laughs> what would you do if said person then says? While you're on the phone with dispatch, says, oh, you're calling the cops now? Well, when they get here, I'm just going to tell them that you hit me because uh, I wouldn't have sex with you. Oh, God. She pulled that card? Yep. And I, I, I was standing out on my porch when I heard it. And I think that was the point where I was like, Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go down there. See, I would go down and be like, <laughs> I would go down there and be like, listen, like you're not going to win this battle. Like you're making up stuff now. And that's actually been caught a bunch of times where ladies have said that on, on badge cam where they said things like that, trying to get the cops in trouble. And I think there should be like a, uh, like an, like an enhancement on their charge if they get caught doing stuff like that. Yeah. So what what happened was um chp came up oh before before all that while he's on the phone and she says that he tells dispatch hey i'm gonna stay on the phone with you so it's recorded yeah and because dispatch goes yes that would probably be a good idea because they heard her say that yeah so um he's on the phone with them until chp gets there when they once they get there immediately um like dispatch knew who was who was calling them my neighbor they knew that he was who he said he was so immediately they put her in handcuffs and they realize oh she's drunk and this is why she's wrecked her car um they try and do fsts on her and she can't do them and she starts trying to play the card like i own a nonprofit and all this other garbage <laughs> remember my naked people doing it in the spa story yeah, yeah. that guy said oh, i work for a nonprofit. why do they always go to a nonprofit? yeah because that means you're a good person apparently um but yeah she actually ended up getting arrested and they towed her car which it was i don't want to criticize people but looking back on it, it it was kind of funny but um when they arrested her i mean you put her put them in handcuffs and everything you walk them to the car right they put her in the front seat of the car yeah and this what? was not a canine right officer which normally that's that's what would happen unless uh the canine officer asked for another unit to come to transport right so they put her in the front seat and then the tow truck comes 
and he's hooking up the car, gets the the stump out from under it and everything, and he's ready to go. And then they're talking for a little bit. While this is going on, she starts to turn towards the passenger window in the front seat and starts kicking it repeatedly. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the officer who has her in the car looks over and goes, all right, well, I'm, I guess I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> gotta go he doesn't he doesn't go and like open the door and say hey knock that off he just gets into the driver's seat and leaves at that point i would i mean back in in my day you know when i was on patrol i'd be like you need to knock that off i'm going to put you in the back of the car now and right if you don't stop something else is gonna happen you know well I mean, what's to stop her from that point from turning and then kicking him while they're driving? Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking too. But I mean, maybe I don't they, know that. they operate differently. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That was that was my crazy story for CHP right does, after we recorded. CHP, they, they I, I love all cops, uh, all the good ones. Um, they were the ones that I had a little bit more beef with than anything because they they kind of had that. I'm the best out there type attitude. And I'm like, dude, like when I, even when I did my ride along with him, um, he, what was it? He, we pulled someone over and the girl was just asking him questions. Like it was simple questions. I think we, we actually, we didn't pull anybody over. We stopped because on the um, road, cause their car was dead. And she's like, Oh, she goes, uh, you've been out here long. It was like a family. And he goes, yeah, like five years. And she's like, Oh yeah. My, 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 my sister, she works for the DOJ. He's all, I care why. I'm like, wow, dude. Like, wow, dude, she's just having a conversation. Dude. She's that's, not even in trouble. See, and, and it frustrated I think that's me. between now and then. I mean, you, you were back in the uh, Stone Age trying to get on with departments and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> but uh, seriously, though, it, it's been, what, maybe 10 years at the most? Oh, yeah. So... Even between now and then, I think law enforcement in general have done a good job of going more towards the community side of policing, which is what AJ Johnson and um, what, what is what they promote. AJ yeah. from the Breaking Barriers, it's hashtag it's needed podcast. Community based policing, like being out of the community, not having every interaction with a community member being a negative one. Yeah, it could, it could be having to play basketball with you, or whatever. Yeah, and I can I can say from experience, like they they're teaching that in the academies now. Like, which instead is instead of being the person who's just you know showing showing what do they call it flaunt? Uh, no, it's not flaunting. It's, it basically just driving through neighborhoods, you know, just to say, hey, look, we're here. You know, it's. You it's, drive through a neighborhood, you see somebody out on the street, you're like, oh, I'm going to pull over. I'm going to, I'm going to have a conversation with this person, you know, show them a different side. That's not, you know, the, Hey, I'm going to talk to you when there's something bad going on because I think you did something, you know, it's, I'm going to talk to you just because you know what, I'm not doing anything right now. So I'm going to pull over and say, Hey, what's up? Even, I mean, the only thing I got close to that was when I did patrol security down in Davis, um, we had these little wands and you see them at malls, the mall cops will go around. They have this little wand and it's like a magnet on the wall. 
and they got to stick this wand against the magnet and it beeps is basically to show that you were in this location. So there's different little connections all around the apartment complex. So you'd have to get out, but there were times where you would get to an apartment complex and you, you'd be driving and you get a call to go to the a complex that you just left. So now you got to just, you just leave. But there was times like, cause I worked, I worked graves for that job. And I actually liked getting out of the car and just walking around like the apartment complexes. Um, cause sometimes like, if it's like nine o'clock at night or whatever, um, people are outside barbecuing or whatever. And dude, like, they're like, Hey man, how's it going? I'm like, good. We're just talking, getting to know them. And I go, Hey, if you guys ever need anything, give me a call, you know, just call this number and, and they'll dispatch me. Here's these are the days that I work. And it was, it was cool. And then I found like people later on were like, Hey man, just want to let you know, um, every like Saturday night or whatever, there's like people hanging out over here. So when you walk over there, just kind of be like, have a, like, you know, keep your head on a swivel because they look sketch. And sure enough, dude, I, I, I've caught people that way, like doing things and just by just being a, a decent person and being active in the community. Um, I mean, that's the closest thing I got to it, but that I seen when I lived in Fair Oaks, I'd be going to work early in the morning and I would literally see our, um, uh, security pull in pull out i'm like really okay yeah and then that's all i ever seen him do and then the time that my car got broken into i remember i went off i'm like dude like where's our security at they're all oh well they were here i'm all were they though because i didn't have any note on my car or nothing and well there's a camera right there pointing right at my car can i see the video oh those are those only um turn on uh when we they don't record they're, they're just like more like we could look in 100%. real time. I'm all, yeah, I think you're lying to me. Why would you pay for all that money and not have a DVR hook to it? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the, 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 like we say all the time, there's good cops and bad cops. And that, I'm not saying that that CHP officer was a bad cop. It just seems like that would be a kind of a weird thing to do. One, I mean, it, it, my personal opinion, if I was at CHP officer, if I knew that she, what she said on the phone, like, what what was her her saying i'm going to tell them that you wouldn't have sex with me was what she said um you're yeah. going in the back yeah because i am going to keep myself as far away from you as possible that way there is literally because I, I, some like i know roseville pd has cameras in the back of their car yeah um i don't know if chp does but i'm like i'm going to keep uh, yeah back chp there. has cameras everywhere now okay so i'm going to put you back there so there's no question whatsoever on my um integrity so it just seemed and that's that part of the whole thing like i i had a situation where when i arrested somebody one time they were they were saying a lot of things in the back of the car and the department i worked for state parks they didn't use cameras i mean it was it was against policy to use you couldn't even set up your phone and record that that was against policy. Um, and I had somebody that was saying a lot of stuff and I was with an FTO at the time and um, we were in Folsom. And when we left, uh, she started saying stuff about five minutes into the drive to the jail. And uh, he grabs the uh, radio and he starts saying, Hey dispatch, can you, can you put in the log that she said this? And after he said that, he looks at me and he goes, 
Okay. She said these things a couple times. This is, I mean, granted you drive safe, but this is one of the times where you get to the jail as fast as you can safely. Because if they look in the log or if, if she's saying this stuff and she tries to bring it up later, like in court or something like that, they can look in our log and it'll show that we made it from Folsom to Sac County jail in 19 minutes and all this stuff that she's saying, there would have been no time in between then to be able to have yeah. that stuff happen. Yeah. You know, and he's like, he, one of, one of my other FTOs, when I was talking to him about that and stuff, he, he told me, he goes that that is one point where I would be okay with setting up my own cell phone and recording everything the whole way there and risking an, an IA because I recorded something instead of risking the IA because of the other thing happening. Yeah. Right. You're either going to get in trouble or you're going to get um, thrown in jail. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah, dude. It, uh, and how old was this lady, by the way, would you say she was? From what I saw, maybe like 50s. Gosh, dang it. What are you doing with your life? For real. So I, I mean, I can expect that of a 20-year-old or 21-year-old girl. 50 years old? Man. I think she, her nonprofit was like a boarding house for Huskies or something. Like that. <laughs> well played. Well played. Maybe that's why my dog looks at me with that one weird white <laughs> eye. Like, <laughs> uh, But really, though, I, th- I think her nonprofit, I think I heard her say something about animals. So yeah dude that well one those of you guys that haven't had the pleasure of going out to the wilson homestead um i i I think every time i've been there i've been there during the day and then at night and when you're walking to your car dude it is dark it is scary and i can only imagine looking out your door or your window and hearing somebody help me i'm like Wait, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> yeah. I know how this ends, and it does not end well. Especially for us. when we got skeletons dancing in the vineyard, and yeah, <laughs> dude, that's what. How funny would that have been if, like, uh, you guys just like fired it all up and all dancing, dancing skeletons, all this stuff. She's like, "What the heck?" Yeah, um, yeah, dude, that would freak me out, dude. Um, that definitely would freak me out. I, I remember uh, a few weeks ago, I was on. Uh, on my back porch early in the morning, I heard a noise while I was going to work. What the heck was that noise? And I walked to the porch and I, all I see is like a shadow. I'm like, dude, looking at my, like, what is that? And then it kind of moves a little bit. I'm like, dude, like, is it Mothman? Is it him? And so I'm like, so I grab my camera and I, uh, or my phone and I turn the light on, which doesn't go that far. And all I see is like two glowing eyes. I'm like, oh, it's a deer. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Dang it. I'm all, I was hoping I was catching like the Mothman. Um, but yeah, dude, gosh, especially your house, man. It is freaky. You weren't kidding. Uh, last episode, we were talking about the, uh, the haunted house. And you said, I said, it's a pretty scary haunted house here in West Virginia. And you said, not as scary as your orchard. No joke, dude. Like, <laughs> like Wilson's orchard is second to like any corn. It's a vineyard. Yeah. What'd I say? Orchard orchard vineyard uh it is a uh, basically a close second uh to like any like cornfield because cornfields freak me out i'm hoping tomorrow morning i go out there and old bucky's sitting out in the vineyard 
You're going to get him? Take him out. Yeah. Yeah. You hear my cat sneezing back here? He's got the COVID. She's hanging out with me. It She's happens. Just... Remember that tiger got it. That's right, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh Carol Baskin. No, 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 no. It was her tigers. Oh, my bad. Carol Baskin. Speaking of which, did you hear they were going to make a movie out of that? And it was going to star Nicolas Cage as Joe Exotic. And he then, would like, be perfect. Right. But here's the thing, though. Like, I guess they're about ready. They're going to film it. And he said something like, I'm going to back out. And like, why? Well, they're all. I don't know. I think that ship has sailed, man. Like, no, no I'm, I'm like, I dude, would totally watch a Nick I'd Cage see. movie with him being Joe Exotic. And speaking of which, have you started? If you have seen it, don't tell me because I'm only on episode two. Have you seen Squid Game? No, dude. I heard I heard a lot of hype about it, and I, I it is strange. It. But if you watch it, because it's 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 South Korean, um. And, and it's basically like think of like the hunger games but like these people have like a lot of debt and so they're is like it hey subtitled it is subtitled, and, and it's in english uh like dubbed over so i mean the acting is horrible <laughs> with the english part um or you could turn the english part off and listen to the korean with subtitles which which is how train i watch busan. that's how i watch train to busan um the show's kind of quirky um it's very violent um the the meaning behind the show though is intense because it's like these people have a lot of debt that they owe and they're willing to do these games to pay off the debt because money is that important to them it, it's i like it though all right so Speaking i definitely watch it of money how much would it take for you to get 20 bucks 20 bucks okay so there's a guy Navy wait guy. hold on a second <laughs> <laughs> 30 bucks. <laughs> this, is, this is my story bringing it home for you. So there was a, there was a Navy guy and he was a scientist or something like that with, with the Navy. He was in charge of the nuclear sub program. Um, what would you want to, to be the person that goes to another country and says, Hey, check this out. I got some blueprints of our subs, how they work, their performance, all these stats, stuff like that. Give it over to some other country. Like me as just a lay person going to some other country saying I have top secret information yeah. about our subs yeah. Yeah. going to like, say um, China. Sure. And, and, and this, and I'd be asking China, like, what could you give me if I give this to you? Yeah. Um, a year's supply of general sauce chicken. Hot and sour soup. Monetary. Monetary. Um, hey. Settle down. My cat hit Flat the gong. face cat. My cat hit. You need to stop hitting the gong. It's racist. Um, man, as far as money goes, shoot. I mean, of course, I'm making the Dr. Evil mode. I'm like $1 million, which, I mean, is a lot of money to me, but it's like not a lot of money in compared to what you're doing. Um, man, I don't know, dude. Uh 30 million. I don't know why. 30 million. Okay. Okay. So there was this guy. He decided he wanted to give all these plans to another country, an unspecified country. Could have been China. Who knows? Story didn't say. Um, so he does a first meetup with this person. How do you think he did it? How do you think he gave him the plans? Um, through text message. Nope. 
He was on a memory card. He met them in a park. He took the memory card, wrapped it in a plastic bag, stuck it in the middle of a peanut butter sandwich. Okay. So he gives that to him and he says, okay, I realized, you know, you got to build the trust, right? So I'm going to give you this. You guys can give me your $20,000, right? So he gives him a little bit, 20,000 bucks. You get yourself a nice Ford Fiesta while you're at it. He goes, I hope this builds our trust. Let's do business again, right? So he does it again, meets him, does the peanut butter sandwich thing, uh, gives everything to him, right? Turns out the person he was meeting was FBI. Nice. And the second meeting, he was given $70,000. So he did this all for a total of $90,000. And now this guy's in prison. And what he was giving was blueprints and schematics and performance uh, stats and stuff like that on Virginia-class nuclear submarines. So his stuff was legit, though, right? Legit. But guess where he met them? Starbucks. West Virginia. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what part? I don't know. I just, I heard it on uh, Speak the Truth today and i was like oh he said west virginia i gotta i gotta talk about that i know that's funny every time i see west virginia my wife because it's a it's a smaller state so i'm like yeah i could be there in four hours yeah where's it going um what an idiot though dude i kind of would you have done something like that for ninety thousand bucks you think he's regretting his decision right now a little bit but first of all let's get one thing clear i'm american so I wouldn't do it for any amount of money when it comes to, you know, but the show American was safety. called the Americans. The show. Yeah. What do you mean the With show? The Russian spies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like, I wouldn't do it for, for anything uh, just cause I'm about America. Yeah, um, exactly. But, uh, $90,000, two thousand bucks, dude, you can't even buy a house for that much right now in West Virginia. You can I don't think so. I know so. I live here. I don't know. Yeah, fixer <laughs> upper. Um, but if I, you're doing this, you need to be set for life, not not yeah. for you know half a house. That literally is like the Doctor Evil one million dollars. It's like, dude, like it's not a lot of money. I mean, dude, your lawyer fees are going to be more than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Uh, that reminds me of that scene in uh, Contagion when um what's his name jude law is like meeting up with that guy to talk about his um they call it forsythia it's like this um medicine that he thinks could cure that virus and so he was like meeting up with a guy telling him about it and it was like an undercover sting and then like it ended up being like fbi because i think this stuff was more of a placebo it wasn't really um anything real but oh hey so so i got my cat here she's recording with me she hopped up on the desk hey here, here we go. I found it. She actually uh, turned my keyboard multicolored. So I got in here today and my keyboard was like flashing all these rainbow colors. So I changed it. Oh, blue. This was a couple. They were both charged with it. Oh, okay. Jonathan and Diana Toaby were charged with one count each of conspiracy to communicate restricted data and communication of restricted data in violation of federal law over eight months so 
you got to hand it like uh, uh, Rob Turkla. He talks about this a lot on his uh, his podcast. You got to hand it to the FBI. He's 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 released a bunch of story. Well, not released, but he's talked about a bunch of stories where the FBI has come up big. You know, and I feel like this is a big deal. Like somebody's trying to sell our nuclear sub plans and stats and stuff like that to another country. And then he's come up with like probably 10 other stories in the 30 episodes ish that he's had of his podcast where the FBI has come up big. And I mean, good on them. It says they're from um, Annapolis. Maryland. That's from Annapolis, but they met in West Virginia. And it says, uh, which included teachers. him hiding an SD card and a peanut butter sandwich, a band aid wrapper, and a pack of gum. Yeah. His, his wife was reportedly his lookout. He's, yeah, his and wife. Oh, I remember that part. Yeah. And they're his, teachers from Colorado. He's an employee of the Department of the Navy. Serving as a nuclear engineer with the Naval Nuclear Propulsion Program. Oh, so the way this guy got caught was in April of 2020. He sent a package to an unspecified country. They, they won't say what the country was. In an attempt to begin a relationship where he would provide documents in exchange for money. So he sent this stuff with a return address in Pittsburgh hmm. and said, hey, here's this stuff. Uh, sorry for the bad translation. Uh, send it to your military leaders. I think they would find it useful, basically. Um, documents yeah. included schematics, schematic designs for the Virginia-class submarine. Oh, wow. These submarines that we have, they're currently in service and are expected to be used through the year 2060. Yeah, the nuclear ones. Yeah, they, they're, they're something else, dude. Um, so it says right here. So the West Virginia thing wasn't too far from, I mean, it's, it's like 200 something miles from me, but it's just on the other side of um, the Maryland, West Virginia border. He initially requested a hundred thousand dollars for the first set of documents, which the FBI paid over the course of several drops, according to the charging documents, the FBI paid Toby in smaller increments in total paying a hundred thousand. So he got a hundred thousand, not 90. My bad. The Tobys are charged with violating the atomic energy act, which makes it a crime to share restricted data and is a separate and in some ways easier to prove charge and sharing classified information. I think we have a friend who was on a nuclear submarine. We do. So Toby used to be in the military. Jefferson County, West Virginia. Yeah, so I'm seeing Martins Martinsburg, West Virginia is where they're at. So that's it's up there. It's 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 up there. Oh, that's that's where they're going to court is Martinsburg, West Virginia. Well, it's probably because that's where they're arrested, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so it's that's the closest thing. Everything I hear is by remember, it's like counties. Where do you live? Riley County. Okay. Where do you live? Oh, Beckley. <laughs> okay, cool. That's like, hey, Wilson, where do you live? Sacramento County. Awesome whereabouts live there that and i'm just saying um oh, that could okay. be a million different places yeah dude I, I didn't even hear about that story that's crazy that's west virginia. i, I, I just crazy. heard west virginia and i was like oh man now i gotta remember this whole story i told that all off the top of my head i feel like i did a good job hey here's the, there's a picture of their house the residents of jonathan and diana toby in annapolis maryland <laughs> 
also they, known as Tommy Hartman. Guess what they have outside? American flag. No. Oh. A Black Lives Matter sign. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And that guy worked for the Navy? Yeah. But hey, he's a school teacher too, so. Oh, my gosh. At least, you know what? I'll give it to the FBI. They're finding the bad ones. Like, good job. Yeah. That, that could have been bad, though, dude. Yeah. So, good on them. Cheers, FBI. Cheers. Cheers. Cool, that's man. A, that's, well, that's all I got. That's all I have, dude. I'm I'm tired. I need to take some more Advil. <laughs> got one Me more too. work day feeling like garbage. Uh, Thanks, Biden. I feel, you know what? Can you do a, a little poll thing and see? A dance, yeah. Besides that, oh. um, we'll put that on Instagram, and then right after that, on the on the story, you know, do a poll that says like, "What book would you like to see done the next time the the Facing Evil or um, My Kingdom Near Heaven?" Okay, Just maybe see. I'll have a maybe I'll um, do like a little picture side by side. I mean, I got an idea in my head for what I want how how I want it to go. Um, me too but, you know i, I want to hear the the masses i'm not going to say anything because they can't see but i'm thinking this first yeah probably and then that's that's what i'm thinking and then the other one second yeah because right now i played you a sound clip earlier and i'm gonna i'm getting a bunch of those from here nice the big book of west virginia ghost stories yeah boom Oh, by the way, I'm officially been here for a year. I, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, when did you leave? Because today is what, the 14th? Actually, what I really said was, when did he leave me? Yeah, when did he leave my life? When did he exit my life? Uh, I've, I signed for my house a year ago yesterday. Oh, so, so you, didn't, you didn't actually move until like a couple of weeks from now, right? No, I signed for my house when we were already out here. Oh, you did? Yeah, dude. Oh, I, I thought never... you signed and then no went. Oh, I told you that story. We were living in a hotel when we first came out here. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember? Yeah. So, so in about a month, it'll be the anniversary of when I got my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the anniversary when you got a new TV. Yeah. You know what? Real quick, let's talk about this because this has to do with the spooky season. I got a couple new games yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, one of them uh, I got on a, a, a mistake on Target's part for $35 off. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So Phoenix or Immortals Phoenix Rising. Dude, you should get this game. Um, th th this doesn't have to do with the spooky season, but it's a very good game. You can pick who your Phoenix is. Cause that's the name of the main character. You can, you can design them. Um, and then you play as them through it. I had a lot of fun just going through like the first few missions with that game. Um, but the other game I got, Oh, so, so that it was on sale at target from, uh, October 10th through October 12th. Went there yesterday. The little sign was still on the, the thing right below the game that said, hey, this is only $25. And I was like, oh, sweet. So I was like, hey, I'll take that. I went up to the register and they scanned it and it said $60. I 
And this is a PS5 game. Yeah. So I was like, hey, that said something different. So he's like, oh, if it said something different, take a picture of it, bring it back. I was like, okay. So I ran over real quick, took a picture. And when I took the picture, I was looking at the picture. I was like, oh, on the tag, it says 1010 through 1012. And it was 1013 yesterday when I bought it. And they still honored it. So I got that for $35 off. That was cool. But then um, I really wanted Back for Blood. Have you heard about this game? You know, it's funny. I was talking to Brandon about that today. Okay. So I, I have seen this game. It's made by the creators who made Left for Dead, which mm-hmm. have you played that before? Yeah. It's a, it's a zombie type, basically a Dawn of the Dead type game. Um, but Left for Dead, or dang it. Uh, Back for Blood. Back for Blood um, is is just a different type of game. This game is based mostly in multiplayer, like online multiplayer. They do not have like a, a local multiplayer. So you go on and you have a team of four people and you go through and basically own a bunch of zombies and you can pick the difficulties. People can set up different stuff, but going through it, you can find different guns uh, different uh, attachments for the guns and stuff like that. This game is a lot of fun. I read a lot of bad reviews saying this is just a repetitive, you play the same three levels the whole time, which is wrong. There's three acts and there's different starting points in each level, like 10 different starting points in each level. So you can play the same level, but you'll start from a different point. It's a whole different area. And every time, you just make a lobby and you get some people. If not enough people join, you get bots instead, but it's always a team of four, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks cool. I know that the Phoenix rising one looks, looks kind of like a cartoonish a little bit. Yeah, it does, um, but it, it's a lot of it. And it's super like corny jokes and stuff like that, but yeah, I like it. It's it, it reminds me of someone of like kingdom hearts style okay, stuff. Yeah. 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 Back for Blood looks cool. Um, I know I've uh, you you and I traded uh, before I moved. Uh, I gave you the new Doom, and you gave me uh, Biohazard, Resident Evil, which is it, now on PlayStation Plus for free. So I Bio- got it back. Biohazard is yes, it is. Right now, it's it's it, one of those PlayStation Plus subscriber. Like there's 20 games or something like that that you can download for free. They got like back Batman Arkham Asylum or something like that free. Infamous Second Son. Wait a second. Where where do you go for this? PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I click on it, but you only get the two free games a month. No, no, no. No, there's like the PlayStation Plus library. Okay, I gotta and look for got, this. I didn't it's know. It's got that. like 20 games that you can download for free. I do wonder though, is this only for PS5? I don't think so. Because these are all PS4 games that I'm downloading. Okay, I'll look into it. Um, yeah, you need I, to. I still can't play Biohazard in the morning because it is that scary of a game. <laughs> um, I got it again. I got to start playing it again. But uh, Doom's cool, but it's, Doom's not scary. It's just a lot of action, gory. I guess. Um, yeah. Very gory. Um, but I have the Friday the 13th game I want to play still. And I, oh, I own I it. I play that too. It, it is, it's online only. So if if you get it, uh, we'll you can play be together. Jason Voorhees. Yep. You need to get back for blood though, so we can play together. It is 
it's a cross-platform game. Yeah, I heard about that. So that's exciting. So I can play with people who get it for like Xbox and PC and stuff like that. So right. Yeah, I'll look into it. Um, I know that I was playing the new uh, Battlefield, the beta on the new Battlefield. Legit. Yeah, it's good. Um, I'll probably end up getting that at some point. Um, But yeah, there's there's a lot of good games coming out. Uh, A lot of the good games get released around Christmas time, too. Yeah, because they know uh, people are going to be. I'm just excited because better games are coming out for PS5 and they're made for PS5 and it it looks incredible. Like the Ratchet and Clank that may have made for PS5 looks oh, I still, amazing. I still got to get that. It looks amazing. I got to get it. I mean, it's the same thing as the PS4 one, but it's like redone. And then I think uh, Oddworld got released on PS5, which looks amazing yep. too. Yep. yep. This looks crazy. So, yeah. All right. Now that's it. Okay. So, wanted to thank everybody for listening to the show today. Wanted to thank MSR Arms for putting together this beast. Make sure you use uh, offer code WTH5 at checkout for 5% off your entire purchase. Uh, go to Thin Line Brewing. Um, of course, you'll you'll hear the show after they've done their fundraiser. Um, can't wait to find out like how that went. Be really cool. Um, yeah. Sad I didn't get my shirt that I uh, I um, totally spaced. I might be one. able to get one for you. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah. Um, check uh, out their website. Forex, right? I will hit you in the face. Uh, Sorry get some to-go beers yeah it does um go go grab that timeout beer uh wilson gave it a 4.5 so you get yeah, a good score good. uh get yourself some good swag while you're there um you can hear us on spotify apple podcast podbean amazon google play pretty much anywhere where you listen to your podcasts we're on socialist media facebook instagram youtube untapped and uh untapped is where wilson takes those beautiful pictures he just spilled beer all over himself it's awesome he's finishing off that timeout no, um, that was Hex. Oh, Hex. Um, he's pre-gaming for next show. Uh, you could contact us uh, by text or uh, phone at 916-259-3030 or at the real WTH take two or at the teach or at the real WTH show at gmail.com. By the way, also the new Halloween movie comes out tomorrow. So go see it. I saw that. I think it's on Paramount Plus as well. So, and I think for some reason I have that for free. I don't know I'm why. I might get it for free. So, so um, I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna see it. So, if we do end up watching it at the same time, we should have a review on it because yeah. I'm very excited. Because I listened yeah. to the soundtrack for it, um, the four songs that they released on the soundtrack, legit. The original composer John Carpenter doing the soundtrack, so good, so yeah. good. So, but that's all okay. I got, my, my guy. Yeah, let's end this. I got to pee. Ooh, I'm thirsty. What a coincidence. Later, dudes. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I will see you there, or I will see you on another time. I'll be back. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. You got it, Jobin. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Latest on the men, Jay. Thank you, everybody, the fan. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Stop it! Jeffrey Bezos flies in a penis-shaped rocket. Okay.